I can do myself to improve the odds? She hesitated, but not for long. No, not really. You're in excellent health otherwise. Stay that way. She began to rise from her desk to dismiss me, and I began to panic. But there must be something! I gripped the arms of my chair as if afraid of being dislodged by force. Maybe she'd misunderstood me. Maybe I hadn't made myself clear. Should I stop eating certain foods? Get more exercise? Get more sleep? I mean, there has to be something that will make a difference. And I'll do it, whatever it is. Please, just tell me. My voice almost cracked, and I looked away, embarrassed. Don't ever start ranting like that again. Not ever. Miss Rees, I'm sorry. I know how you must be feeling. But the Monte Carlo diseases are all like this. In fact, you're exceptionally lucky. The WHO computer found 80,000 people worldwide infected with a similar strain. That's not enough of a market to support any hardcore research, but enough to have persuaded the pharmaceutical companies to rummage through their databases for something that might do the trick. A lot of people are on their own, infected with viruses that are virtually unique. Imagine how much useful information the health profession can give them. I finally looked up. The expression on her face was one of sympathy tempered by impatience. I declined the invitation to feel ashamed of my ingratitude. I'd made a fool of myself, but I still had a right to ask the question. I understand all that. I just thought there might be something I could do. You say this drug might work, or it might not. If I could contribute myself to fighting this disease, I'd feel... What? More like a human being and less like a test tube? A passive container in which the wonder drug and the wonder virus would fight it out between themselves. Better. She nodded. I know, but trust me. Nothing you can do would make the slightest difference. Just look after yourself as you normally would. Don't catch pneumonia. Don't gain or lose 10 kilos. Don't do anything out of the ordinary. Millions of people must have been exposed to this virus, but the reason you're sick and they're not is a purely genetic matter. The cure will be just the same. The biochemistry that determines whether or not the drug will work for you isn't going to change if you start taking vitamin pills or stop eating junk food. And I should warn you that going on one of those miracle cure diets will simply make you sick. The charlatans selling them ought to be in prison. I nodded fervent agreement to that and felt myself flush with anger. Fraudulent cures had long been my bete noire, although now, for the first time, I could almost understand why other Monte Carlo victims paid good money for such things. Crackpot diets, meditation schemes, aromatherapy, self-hypnosis tapes, you name it. The people who peddled that garbage were the worst kind of cynical parasites, and I'd always thought of their customers as being either congenitally gullible or desperate to the point of abandoning their wits. But there was more to it than that. When your life is at stake, you want to fight for it with every ounce of your strength, with every cent you can borrow, with every waking moment. Taking one capsule three times a day just isn't hard enough, whereas the schemes of the most perceptive con men were sufficiently arduous or sufficiently expensive to make the victims feel that they were engaged in the kind of struggle that the prospect of death requires. This moment of shared anger cleared the air completely. We were on the same side, after all.
I'd been acting like a child. I thanked Dr. Packard for her time, picked up the prescription, and left. On my way to the pharmacy, though, I found myself almost wishing that she'd lied to me, that she'd told me my chances would be vastly improved if I ran 10 kilometers a day and ate raw seaweed with every meal. But then I angrily recoiled, thinking, would I really want to be deceived for my own good? If it's down to my DNA, it's down to my DNA, and I ought to expect to be told that simple truth, however unpalatable I find it. And I ought to be grateful that the medical profession has abandoned its old, patronizing, paternalistic ways. 